0: know how to finish that <laughs> it's the beginning of it. <laughs> that uh that was uh story of my life by social distortion oh yeah. i don't know how to finish that one either yeah hey everybody
1: hi <laughs> stream of consciousness to start our podcast number 11
0: that's it i think it's 11
1: yeah it is all right it is because last one was our first double digit
0: double digits um, we're 11
1: years old now
0: yeah that was um that was, I've been trying to learn that one. Like, all I do is learn, as I said, learn, like, the first 10 seconds of songs.
1: Are you watching YouTube to learn this yeah, or just... Yeah, 100%. You are?
0: 100%, yeah. Um, I can kind of, like... I know most of the chords now, um, but I just basically learned, like, the first 10 or 15 seconds of a song because when people are out, they don't want to listen to, like, four minutes of, like, the same strumming mm-hmm. pattern. <laughs> so, I just... Listen, I play, like, the first 10 or 15, and I was like,
1: oh, that's great. Oh, my God. And then you just change the subject and play the next 10 yeah. to 15 chords of something. Yeah. So,
0: that was... Um, that was a, a, a Story of My Life by Social Distortion. You ever heard of them? Mm-hmm, I've heard of them. So I went through a big, big um, that's like rock punk, music, r- punk yeah. rock phase um, in high school and college. Is that when you had long hair? That's when I had long, <laughs> long hair. Um, no, I, I, I loved it. Um, it was, and then we used to always jam to that in college and everything. And it was just um, some learning it. That's it. But cool. yeah, YouTube videos.
1: Nice. Yeah you can learn a lot on youtube you can learn a lot of <laughs> There's things a lot on of YouTube. things you can see on youtube um you know what else you can see on youtube what's that the alternative daily you can see us there you and with, you, with
0: your with your face um was there when did youtube come around i don't know it was like because we didn't have it in college no. i don't think it was i didn't have it in college.
1: my first year of college was when facebook became available to college students. the facebook the facebook that's, yeah. that's what it was it was yeah, the, the facebook, facebook. yeah Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, but I didn't have it. Then. I remember that it was you had to have a <gasps> dot edu email.
0: So I have a really funny story about that. So I <laughs> he's probably laughing as I'm saying this um, when it first came out. was we I was a senior in college when our uh-huh. first when our college got it. And I always thought it was stupid. And I did not want anything. <laughs> so one night my my roommate decided to take a picture of me going to the bathroom and put it on the Facebook as, your as profile my profile picture. <laughs> picture. And so I was like, oh, whatever, that's stupid. And I never thought anything of it because I never even checked it or anything. So fast forward five years later, I'm sitting there at one <laughs> of my jobs. Like I'm, you know, I'm out of college now for five years and I'm talking to like one of like the vendors and stuff. And, and this is like when Facebook was getting really popular. He mm-hmm. was like, Jake, he was, and I was like, yeah. And he was like, so do you on Facebook much? And I'm like, no. I was like, I don't even account. He's like, I think you do, and I was like, "Great time." He's like, "I found you on Facebook," and when he said that, I kind of thought, "I was like, oh my god!" And so I went up there and looked it up real quick, and sure enough, five years later, there was me still on the toilet. Still, (laughs) yes. And so I called up. I called up my college roommate. I was like, "What is going on?" I was like, "You need to do. You need to take that down." He's like, "He's like, I don't even remember the password for that. I have no clue." So I actually had to get in touch with Facebook. I had to email them and say, "Listen." You know, Hello, that, Mark. Yes, 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 Mark. <laughs> I have an emergency. I said, I said, that picture up there is me. I, I'm not denying <laughs> that. I was like, but it was a college roommate that did it, and it was years ago. I don't want an account. Can you please shut it down? And they did shut it down within two or three days. So
1: That's so funny. People <laughs> get in trouble. I mean, Facebook, of course, and we'll talk about that later as yeah. it ties into one of our articles. Yeah. But it's amazing how people I, I know people that have lost out on jobs before because yeah. of what's been posted on oh, Facebook
0: at that same job when I was interviewing somebody for it was actually a TV personality thing mm-hmm. and I looked her up and she's very very attractive lady and that didn't play into our decision um, but she interviewed okay and I looked on Facebook and she was just you could see her, she was like down in like Jack Daniels and just oh like geez. like party and that was like everything was like exposed <laughs> out there I was like that's kind of cool but not, not, for work. not for this website yeah so. Um but you gotta yeah be careful I you do post. that like I I check everybody's thing if they you know interview if I interview them and say, hey what do they look like what you know what's going on um I don't hold That's why I always put them. up
1: a bikini pic before I go for an interview. Yeah, it's perfect. It's Hired.
0: Perfect. <laughs> yeah, unless it's with a woman who's interviewing you, <laughs> <laughs> they don't necessarily like that. Um I yeah, it's funny cuz I was uh back in those days I had a theory like I don't think women don't like women, but it was just maybe I don't know where that came from. But that's okay. It was kind of like I one of those. I think women so
1: are much harder on other women.
0: Yeah. It was just in terms of like interview process. That's what I meant. Like kind of like when people come in and interview, like women were, they were definitely harder on that person interviewing that was a woman as opposed to a guy or whatever. Uh, and another funny story, the same, same place where I was interviewing people, I had a guy who come in because we needed like a graphic designer and the guy came in just literally reeking like alcohol and cigarettes. So I was like, whatever. Okay. This is good stuff. Good. And he was showing me his videos that he was making of like, um, it was like, people like stabbing each other like like it was like kind of like a animated thing where like he was they were like it was almost like it wasn't for a video game was like for his like that's what he did for fun was like make videos of people like stabbing in blood and I was like this is not going well
1: I um speaking of funny interviews I went I worked at an office one time when I was leaving and they were hiring somebody to replace me and so I was a part of the interview process you know just like talking to people and whatever and a girl came in dressed like in, in a tube top dress that was a bathing suit cover up. Wow, what was it, what was the position wedges. for? Oh, like like a, in a mark on a marketing team for huh. a corporate sales office
0: of what company was it? You don't have to say that. Was it like was it?
1: It's th- not a place where you would wear a bathing okay, suit and wedge say, heels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe after. I mean, we were casual. I wore jeans once I had the job, but. I never yeah. would dress like that for a job interview. It's um, dicey. The,
0: I worked for uh, an herbal supplement company all, right after this job that I was just talking about. And um, it was very, very earthy there. Mm-hmm. And so when I was going in for the interview, the guy was like, really, you don't have to dress up. It's just really casual here. And they did really well. It was like a really, it was a really cool job. Um, and I showed up in like, you know, big suit, tie and everything. And like everybody had like jeans and sandals on and stuff like that. And so I interviewed and everything. And they said, you know, I'd like you to come back for a second interview he's like, and you can dress down. And I was like, you sure? <laughs> so I like, I then I put like on, like I did put on like khakis, khakis <laughs> and like still had like a buttoned up and I got the job and um, I did. He was like, you can dress down for your first day. So I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, you can wear whatever you want. So I wore like jeans and shoes <laughs> and a polo. And then it di- digressed when I was like, people are just wearing shorts and sandals. So it was kind of, I liked that. It was really kind of a cool mentality for me. I, 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 I love that. Um, I,
1: I love being able to work in places. I mean, obviously working with you and some of the other TV stuff that I do, it all depends on, you know, the job that I get to dress pretty casual for everything. Yeah. But that one office job that I had, it was really nice because you could sort of dress down. Yeah. Cause I mean, I see Colin, you know, my boyfriend get ready every single day for work and it's the tie and the button oh. down shirt. And sometimes he has to bring a jacket oh. and it's, it just looks so hot. First Ugh. of all, you know, I it's like as much as I hate being a woman and having to wear high heels, yeah. I imagine being you, a gentleman, having to wear like a, a jacket and a whole suit, and how hot that must be. I
0: especially like especially in South Florida, like going for or anywhere it, during the summer and going. Oh, to a lunch. day like today, how humid it is! Oh my god, <laughs> you're <just laughs> sitting there just sweating, <laughs> and you're ah. Oh, I don't miss it. Like I remember having to go like. Like now, my work clothes, I buy the, the, the shirts is called t-shirt. Next Level. It's not the same T-shirt. I have different <laughs> colors. I'm gray, and different shades of gray and different shades of blue, um, but they're like six dollars a piece from Amazon. I love them. But like before, I had to get like button down shirts from like Express. Yeah, and like the pants and the shoes, and it's just and it was it was kind of cool because it was like my first real dress up job. But then it was like, it gets so awful. old so quickly, yeah, so quickly. And I did find when I was, you know, like even like now I don't like dressing up at all. But like when I had the other job, where it was like really casual. Sometimes like, oh, I'm going to put on a you know, shirt and tie today just for the <laughs> hell of it. But then um, the first virtual job that I had, we had kind of like a team meeting we were just kind of like sitting there talking, and like when I put my webcam on, I had a shirt and tie on, but I had like you know my 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 bathing suit bottoms on.
1: <laughs> I did that for a Skype interview one time. So funny! I put a pretty blouse on and then just like sat there in my pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the mullet that's like the retail version of a mullet right it's like business on top party on. that's right (laughs) that's
0: that's so funny i did have somebody like one of the jobs that it was a virtual job that i was always casual in and one of the higher ups wanted to have like do a skype chat and when we did skype chat we just always did audio um and then we right before we did like Right before, like we did audio and he was like oh let's do video let's see where you, let's see what's going on and i was like oh my god and i had like <laughs> i did have kind of like a crappy t-shirt so i had to hurry up and go like put like another one on and it was just there's a there's a commercial out that like about that right now if like everybody wants to like video chat and like everybody like some guys on the couch eating something or doing whatever and they all have to kind of like quickly gather together but
1: i uh well when i was when colin and i first started dating After a couple of months, you know, he moved back to North Carolina to finish school. So we did a long-distance relationship for like two and a half years. And that's when I had met you. We were in a long-distance relationship. And um, it was funny, like, when we would... Decide to Skype or FaceTime or video That's chat. That's so weird. It, it, it's, it is so but, I mean, weird because no,
0: I guess it's normal now. It is so
1: normal, but even a couple years ago, it was not as popular. You know. Yeah. And then it's like you know I had so I haven't seen my boyfriend, so it's like oh I want to look nice, I want to look pretty, but then it's like you know you gotta like position the laptop so that it's not giving you Did a weird you really chin. Really do that? Thing. Of course. Oh my. God. If that was the only way I was gonna see my boyfriend, I wanted him to remember that I was is, hot. <laughs> the worst <laughs> is
0: like you're right. You do have to position because if you if you have it down low like this, it's really unattractive. You can see like you know your mm-hmm eight chins or whatever but then if you're like laying down it's just i I get that it was stressful but now like even doing it with my wife i'm just like yeah she can see my eighth chin right? yeah oh now Uh, i
1: don't care i facetime with my sister and like i barely hold the phone up oh (laughs) man
0: um that's funny it's just so funny how things have gone since since college um so the, the one and we have a good show for everybody, we're we just, do yeah. have a really sorry good for a little, you know, Yeah, we don't. so when, <laughs> when, when we Megan do. comes over, we do not talk at all. So we got to really catch up. Um, <laughs> so good show today. We're going to talk here about um, we've never done this, but also say, you know, we're going to talk about marijuana. We're going to talk about some smoothies and supplements. We're also going to talk about that Virginia shooting that happened yesterday that and terrible. the tragedy of that. Um, and then Megan has a really cool story she wants to or uh, a topic. It's about the humans of New York. Yeah. She wants to talk about. Um, but first, the one thing I actually want to it's a, it's a quick quick um, uh, segue Um, but I actually had to go to the doctor this week Mm -hmm. Um, and I told Megan I want to talk about this and she's like are you okay and I was like I'm not gonna tell you until we're on air
1: and I told him I didn't want to hear anything if it was gonna be bad so the
0: box of tissues are (laughs) over there Um, no like I actually I I don't like going to like the regular doctor a lot of people say that but I just really don't like Mm -hmm. cuz I I try to live a more alternative health and I'm a really really healthy guy Um, but probably like on Friday or Saturday I started getting chest pains like really bad chest pain it's like right up in my heart i'm Mm -hmm. grabbing my left boob right now but that's where it was hurting and I, i know that my grandfather had died of a heart attack he had like two heart attacks i think um, so, and so I've always just kind of taken the heart thing seriously. Um, and before I got healthy, so about five or six years ago, when those people found me on Facebook on the toilet, um, <laughs> the I had really bad high blood pressure, you know, anxiety, just really unhealthy. Like everything was just off the charts for my numbers. It was really bad. Um, and I changed everything around naturally. I didn't have to take any drugs. Just changed everything around naturally. And so, but anything when it, the heart comes up, I get concerned because that could something could just out of nowhere you're just gone. So so I, you know, kind of dealt with it all weekend. And then like on Monday night, yeah, Monday night, I kind of like woke up and it was definitely like a hard chest, like it's a shooting pain, right? Nothing crushing. And so, of course, I start looking it up. I'm like, you know, is it a heart attack? Whatever. Go to is. WebMD. It's of like course, you're dying. It's like the, like I did. I took one of those <laughs> symptom checkers and it was like, um, you're showing symptoms of a heart attack. Go talk to a doctor. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's... <laughs> Sucks. So I actually I called our, our, our favorite friend Dr. Josh. I also talked to a couple people, Susan on our team, who knows a lot about uh, this type of thing. Um, and then ev- both of them said that they thought it was n- nothing crazy, but um, I should go to the doctor. So I made an appointment. I was like, God, I was like, when you make an appointment, do you, they usually schedule you like two or three weeks out. And I was like, I just want to get this checked out. So. Not apparently when it comes to chest pain. You tell them you're having chest pains. They'll like, see you right away. will get you in here. Like, it, I called them at one. They said, can you come at three? I was like, perfect. So I go in there. Um, and I have no clue what they're going to say or anything like that. But I just know that they're just... It's just kind of like getting uncomfortable. It's like these little shooting pains or whatever. And so I walk, I just do not like doing this whole, you know, primary care physician thing. And, you know, the people in there hate their jobs. They're sitting in there, give me your insurance card, blah, blah, you know.
1: Behind that glass thing. Behind that that glass
0: thing. (laughs) And like, oh, co-pays and deductibles. I hate talking about that stuff all the time. And so, excuse me. Um, So again, the only reason I'm doing this is because it's my heart, right? I very rarely, if like anything else hurts, I'm a trooper and go through it. So go in there and she says, so I'm filling. I'm still like, it took me like 15 minutes to fill out like the paperwork
1: and then you remember you have to do the back side of the pages and then they yeah then
0: they talk about like you know what you do smoke and everything like well i did
1: smoke in college and you know so i'm
0: sorry writing all these stuff down it's like you know history of heart disease i'm like oh my god what is so it's like taking all this time and like the lady comes in i'm like i'm not done with the paperwork yet. she's (laughs) like take your shirt off we got to do an ekg so they did an ekg wow Mm -hmm. so did ekg on me and she said that she um when she came back like literally it takes them like five minutes to put these EKG things on your chest and everything. Oh so when it sucks to be hairy, cause it's, Oh <laughs> yeah. I was just <laughs> I, thinking, <that>. I mean, <laughs> I'm not like a Sasquatch here, but you know what? I'm a guy <laughs> who's got chest hair, right? Uh, I trim up probably two to three times a year. Okay. okay. I don't want you to think it's like <laughs> full on like Ron Jeremy. It's not <laughs> anyways. So they take it off and I even made a joke. I was like, this is where it sucks to be hairy. She's like, huh? And I was like, Oh God. Um, but the EKG took like 10 seconds and she's like okay she's like this looks fine took my blood pressure blood pressure was fine um and so the doctor you know the doctor came and said well we want to run some um uh, uh, x-rays I was like okay I was like, and i don't like doing x-rays at all no. but it's my heart and so i'm thinking i know there's some dangers of x-rays i just prefer not to but it's my heart let's just go do it so when, when and it's like this really crazy like it's like a broom clause that they have this thing in so go in there for like 20 minutes and they take it, come back, and they don't see anything. And so finally, the doctor comes in. She was like, We don't see anything. And I was like, And she was like, She said, We don't see anything. Um, I, you know, she was asking me all these questions, you know, uh, you know do you exercise? I said, Yeah, like four to five times a week. Does it hurt? No. And so we went through all these different lithos things. And she like looked like really concerned. She's like, I just I, I don't know what it is And I was like that's okay I was like as long as you tell me it's not cardiac related She's like it's definitely not heart related She's like what I actually think it is And I had a little bit of a I have a little bit of a cold And I told her that Um, And she said that She thinks it was Something called pleurisy Which is there's Inflammation around Like the lung And you know In that same area Um, So and she was But she seemed like so But she was nice Because she sees some She she seemed so concerned She was like Because I told her I'm like I'm not in a lot of pain I just want to get this checked out And she was like I just think it's pleurisy But you know I don't know And I'm so sorry I'm like that's okay as long as you tell me my heart's okay she's like everything is checking out for your heart i just think it's just something around there so I was like okay but it just kind of made me think of like but i only saw her for maybe 10 or 15 minutes yeah of course and then um and i called dr josh I was talking to him he you know he devotes a whole hour to somebody and they walk through and they talk all these things i talked to her for maybe you know 10 15 minutes maybe at the most she's very nice but it was just like not that kind of good you know uh, uh you know relationship that there needed to be because she's just asking all the different things off her like sheet and everything but um the the, the pain has subsided oh, that's good. um and it uh uh I'm getting a, I'm getting over the cold and I think it's actually what it was part of after talking back you know talking back with Dr. Josh and everything. So um, it's just going through going to those and I was it doesn't like I was scared or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just like I just don't want to go through this whole thing of going to the primary care thing. But. but
1: it's so important that you do that and I feel like a lot of people don't do those things. I'm the exact opposite of you. I don't love going to the doctor, but I go go every every year. (laughs) Yeah. I go every year, you know, to a primary care physician and get blood work done. I go to a dermatologist every six months. Like I, I'm like that. And I am in a relationship with somebody that's more like you where Colin to get him to go to a doctor. I mean, forget about it. Mm he would have to be going in a body bag, you know? So it's, I think it's interesting how different people are, but you know, it can be scary. And I'm sure even for the doctor when yeah. they're telling you they don't know, but as long as it's not a big deal, right. You
0: know? Yeah. So, um, that was, that was my experience. And this is the same doctor, it wasn't actually the same. It was the same office that I went to when I was having my anxiety and everything. And they're like, "We well, just don't know what to tell you. And so it's fine. I guess I like it when I think we don't know what to yeah, tell you. Yeah, it's better to have them whatever. say that than they know something uh, But terrible. there was, like, this old guy in there. And they were just... He was, like, screaming, but, like, not, like, mad. But because that's how he, you know, communicates. And the doctors were kind of screaming back. But you could tell the doctor was getting annoyed. And...
1: It can be very stressful going to a doctor's office uh, or a dentist.
0: Uh, dentist that doesn't bother me at all. Really? Because I, I, literally... I'm sure this has happened in a few cases where you go to the dentist and they tell you something like really bad. Mm -hmm. I'm not not, not talking about cavities. I'm not even talking about like periodontal disease. I'm talking about like mouth cancer or stuff like that. But that that doesn't happen to a lot of people that I know that go there. So it's like, okay, this is going to be uncomfortable. I actually fall asleep in the dentist. Really? Because I I, just I can put myself into that kind of like peaceful state where I'm just like there in my mouth. It's probably Uh. disgusting, but I'm not doing it and I'm numb. So whatever but
1: oh, man that's the one that so. gives me the most stress
0: um so that was my my doctor so i'm okay Maggie. so you're okay, okay so we'll yes. be back
1: next week with a new podcast yeah. <laughs> um
0: no but th- like the whole point of that was just like it's just such especially kind of the whole western medicine conventional doctors there's just like no relationship building there it's just yeah, kind there's of a like
1: total difference with how josh treats his patients right. than with regular um, doctors
0: so speaking of that and speaking of western medicine and speaking of you know uh, some of this old style medicine the one thing i actually wanted to bring up because we've gotten some questions about this and we cover this on our website too um but before I get into that, we forgot we're going to give away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, I was going
1: to say this earlier. We are going to announce today on the show the winner of our Apple Watch yes. giveaway. Somebody is going to get an Apple Watch and we'll announce the winner later. And we are also this week going to be giving away another Yeti cooler. But this yes. is different than the one that we gave away the first time. And Jake and Jake showed it to me and we did like a little tour all around it. This thing is so badass. It is awesome it's a
0: um it's actually it's a it's a soft bag the other yeah, one we gave was a hard one it's mm-hmm. a bag it's a soft one it's actually made out of the same stuff that they make the um uh, whitewater rafts out of it's um, so cool it is really cool and so um i actually have one of these um and it's perfect because i know that fall's coming up and people who do watch football and do all that stuff oh, you know this you is can, perfect, perfect for tailgating perfect for all of your fall activities mm-hmm. um so we will tell you how you can win one of these awesome yeti it's called a yeti hopper a yeti hopper hopper you hop around with it nice. um and so we'll tell you how they win that in just a little bit yeah. but anyway so switching gears again um so getting you know kind of that western medicine versus kind of true uh excuse me <coughs> getting over that um that that what was it called pollute
1: pleurisy pleurisy yeah, whatever <laughs> uh, so <laughs> i want to talk fine. a little bit about
0: uh marijuana medical and both rec- both recreational mm-hmm. um i was talking with some friends about this and it while you were smoking a joint? While I was <laughs> I, I can't. And that's part of the story is I'm just so bad at it. And, and <laughs> really, yeah. You're such a
1: square. You're literally I, bad, at, I, smoking bad at smoking weed. I'm um, bad at
0: smoking weed. You know, I actually don't smoke it anymore. Um, but it just in kind of like the the way that the, the I guess, you, I don't want to say, you know, it, actually we can, uh, the, the way that politics are going, the way the whole kind of social, you um, uh, uh outlook is going you know it seems like more and more is going more and more states are going to slowly legalize this for you know medicinal and possibly even for recreational yeah um, which i think is actually a good thing um i'm'm I'm kind of as I'm getting at my older age getting more libertarian as opposed to you know extremely liberal as when you leave college you, most people are um but i you know it it's it's its the classific- and I don't want to get your thoughts on it because mm-hmm. I know that you have some thoughts on this. Um, <laughs> the classification of it as a drug, you know, it, it, is, is that, is that a, I have a couple questions here for, me. is that a legit classification for it?
1: You know, what's interesting is obviously this is such a huge hot button topic and it's cool because I have so many different like perspectives on it. But one thing that I was just watching on the news the other day, there were statistics that were saying that as of now about Approximately 50% of Americans have tried marijuana at least once. I mean, there are celebrities that, you know, admit to it. The president, I mean, people have admitted, you know, to using it. And they say about one in two Americans admit to using it or at least having tried it. And younger generation, like my, our generation, 70% vote, approve, you know, um, legalizing it. And it's cool because one of my best friends lives in Denver, Colorado and of course we all know Colorado being you know one of the really progressive states that the is sort st- of the
0: state has legalized it but uh, it's still a federal law oh yeah it's law. still a
1: federal law thing so right. you can still get in in trouble quote quote with certain amounts of marijuana and how you're using it or <laughs> distributing it but as far as it being a a regulated thing in in Colorado and in certain states yep. it's you can go into i've done. You can walk into a store and purchase marijuana just as easily as now you could walk into a store and purchase a beer a beer or I was gonna say a candy bar or you know contact solution Like, because it's almost like being in a pharmacy right and it's amazing because if you see if you've ever been to Colorado or states that are now getting all of this income from marijuana and the sale of marijuana I mean my girlfriend was telling me like in Denver for example Schools are doing so well. They put so much money, millions of dollars going yeah. to education and roads. And, you know, there's. I think there's a, an interesting is balance. There, has
0: there been an uptick in um, people who smoke? Is it like because they legalize or more, more people smoking? Or is it just the fact that maybe a little bit more, but it's the it's the base that was smoking before. But now they're dumping that money into I the state. I think that
1: now they're, they're dumping that money into the state. I mean, think about it. If you're not somebody that wants to smoke right. marijuana, whether or not it's legal, legal not, you're, you're not probably gonna, not going to smoke it. Right. I mean, that's just the... You know, if you are, you you might try it or you won't be as afraid, right? right? right, right, right. But like, you know, certain people, you know, that do smoke it, you know, if you think about, you know, like the dangers of, of drug dealers and that whole underground thing and like the crime there are. Okay. I'm going to give you an example and this is, I'm just going to go off on something. Go off on it. So we all know about this horrible man, Jared Fogle, you know, the subway guy and the whole thing. Okay. He admitted to what he did, you know, those sex crimes and whatnot. And he's, I think, going to get six to seven years in federal prison. There are people that are serving two, three, four, five times the amount for just distributing marijuana. <laughs> crazy. And it's so crazy if you think about somebody with, excuse me, you know, child pornography, right. or sleeping with, you know, an under a minor yeah. getting you know, one fifth the amount of time that some dude that in the 70s is still serving time in federal That's prison a, yeah. for moving quantity of marijuana. But, you know, then certain people like, you know, my, my grandmother or my stepfather are much more conservative and, you know, sure. they see it as a drug and people see it as a drug. What a do, you,
0: do you see? Is it for you a drug or no?
1: No, it's not. I mean, it's not it's, a drug. It, no, I don't see it as a drug. Was
0: it for you as a drug 10 years ago? Did you classify it as a drug 10 years ago?
1: No, I mean, well, 10 years ago, you know, I was no, no, 10 years 15 ago. 15 years ago
0: in, in high school. In
1: high school.
0: If somebody said, you know, drugs, did you, in your head. Yeah, you, you think
1: weed. Yeah. You think right. weed when you're young. That's what you learn in school. You know, oh, you have you to be bear. You have the dare bear. You have the hat, <laughs> the black t-shirt with the red light lettering. But, you know, it's so interesting because in this day and age, and there are so many things because I, uh, I am a big proponent for legalizing and decriminalizing marijuana. Where I live in Miami-Dade County in South Beach, in Miami Beach, our mayor Just passed a a, a local legislation that says if you are caught or arrested, you know, and you have in possession, I believe it's under a hundred grams, something, a large amount. That's a lot of money. But (laughs) if you're not like moving mass quantities, it's up to the the police officer's discretion. You know what you can get a ticket now. Well. Wow. I could get caught. Let's say if I have marijuana, you know, on me, a couple grams of marijuana.
0: What is a couple grams? I'm I'm terrible. At, I'm an old um, man. Um,
1: you know, I mean, think like, like think about it in weight. Yeah, okay. If you get caught with a baggie, people go to jail for that. Yeah, you know, people get arrested. It's on records. People's lives get ruined, right? right, right. For having fifty dollars worth of marijuana. Right. Now it's it's a ticket. It's a hundred and fifty dollar ticket. Wow. So it just shows you like how quickly that is changing. You know, I mean, there are things that you have to think as well. If I want to think about it on the other side people that smoke marijuana those people could get behind cars they could drive yeah that's
0: that's definitely a big issue but
1: it's there are things that show that people behind the car that are high on marijuana are much safer drivers than people behind the car behind the wheel that are drunk absolutely (laughs) have you ever been stoned you're like i don't want to drive fast i don't want to do this i don't want to do that
0: and, and i remember when people did it and it was back in the, when I hung around people that did it all the time, like the, the college days, it was like, it's like a video game. The car, the, you know, the, the road's <laughs> coming at you. That's not safe. Um, I'm all f- like I'm all for it, but you can't drive with it. You can't no, drive with you it. No, but you
1: shouldn't be able to drive with alcohol either. And you, and you can't. Right. But it's the same thing. I mean, is it, re- it's not. I think they
0: should be able to test you. If there's a way, they to w-
1: I'm sure they'll figure something like that out at, at some point. Yeah, I don't I mean, want to sound like do a a urine urine you know, Debbie Downer, but you no. shouldn't be driving. with. You that. shouldn't be driving with any of that stuff. Stay at home and smoke. Absolutely. It's much more fun. Order so, delivery.
0: Um, so that's the so that's the that's the recreational side of things. Mm-hmm. And I actually I've evolved in that because like for a while I actually was against it. Um, but because it's somebody who smoked some in college, um, I, you know, I just didn't. I guess I wasn't as informed on a lot of different things about it, um, but I'm all for it now. But especially from the medicinal side Oh, my of gosh, yes. And it's, that, this is the thing that just boggles me. Like I, get, like, I understand why people have been so conservative about not trying to pass the um, the recreational side. It's just, you know, trying to get past that whole kind of like old-style tradition. I get that. But the medicinal stuff is just ridiculous. I don't mm-hmm. know why it's not getting passed. Um, and it was actually... I was brought up on one of the um, one of the ballots here last year in Florida, um, for medicinal marijuana, and, and we were so close. It was like but 48. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. It was actually to to win. It had to be like 67 or 70 percent. It, it wasn't majority. It had to be like super majority mm-hmm. thing. And it did get like 63 percent, and it still didn't pass in Florida. So as I'm aware of this, though, is actually I guess a good thing here's one of the arguments is a good thing because it wasn't rewriting the constitution because that was for rewriting the constitution for it for the okay. Florida constitution and you don't want that written in the constitution so it's going to be brought up here again uh, but it's not it's not going to be something that's going to be and I think this is what um, I've been reading correctly it's not going to be um, written in the constitution it's just going to be like I guess another law or whatever so it's coming up again in Florida which I think is good uh, but for the medicinal state I mean with an- anybody with MS and with any of these like really crazy debilitating diseases my uncle cancer, I mean,
1: my boyfriend's uncle has Parkinson's and he uses um, cannabis oil sometimes he lives in Alaska and and it's like it really helps him
0: and so there's and there's two sides of that it also it helps with pain right it helps with you know the chronic pain that people have Mm -hmm. with it but there's also been signs of you know of cancers and other things that have actually started to kind of you know uh, where the where the cannabis has started to fight against it and winning, and so so it's not so much anymore because everybody thought before it was just for pain, which is good, right? Uh, but it's actually helping to fight against some of these really terrible diseases. So um, and it's just crazy because you know I I actually do know a, a friend of my family who actually um, he's a he's a young kid who's got you know just in a wheelchair MS, I think is what it is. Um, and it was just something just really bad. And so they were looking forward to getting it Mm -hmm. when it was going to pass and they didn't. So, um, hopefully they're finding ways to get admitted it anyway. So, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, but that's the thing is then these people that need it for true medicinal reasons, if they live in a place like Florida where it's illegal, then that, that means sometimes people desperate times, you know, they right. go through illegal right. ways to get it and then that puts themselves in jeopardy yep. if they're doing something. And it's just, it's one of those things where I think we're seeing in our generation people sort of loosening up and being yeah. a little bit less conservative. You know, it's funny that you're saying this because the other night, Colin and I were watching TV. other
0: night you and Colin were ripping a bong. Probably.
1: <laughs> and um, we were watching TV and a commercial came on for one of these, um, you know, sleep aids, like one of these prescription yeah. medicines that you can uh-huh. get to help you sleep. Yeah. And Colin said, do you know what's going to be crazy is one day when we turn on the TV and you see a commercial that's like, are you having a hard time sleeping? Try this strain of marijuana. Yeah. You know, ask your doctor. And, it's, and I said, I was like, I hope that happens. Because <laughs> all of a sudden I'm going to have insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, you think that maybe one day.
0: They, they have had it in tablet form they've had and they have had it for a very long mm-hmm. time and they were in just in certain severe cases that you could get a prescription for it but now i mean it's good i mean especially you know for if you it to sleep i mean i don't know i guess try it but try other things do meditation
1: yeah no i mean it's i i think it's great i mean for me it's like having a glass of wine at the end of the night at the end of the day <laughs> i'm terrible at it so <laughs> i uh
0: i was I was just talking to somebody earlier this morning um, about this, that I was a terrible weed smoker. (laughs) Like 80% of the time I was paranoid and wigged out and 20, 20% of the time I was fine. (laughs) And it was just like, my thing was if I smoked it, I was always like, I got to go home. I got to go home. I got to go home. (laughs) And just recently I'll share this. I've told all of them, so it's okay now. Um, it was, uh, I think, so Noah's three, so it was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had a baby, right? We just had a baby. And It was Gina and I's first night out, like you know, my parents had the baby and everything. <laughs> this was really funny. And so, and so we went out and just kind of like we were just gonna kind of ho- go out and just have a good time. We went out to a really nice restaurant that we always go to, and then we stopped by our friend's house, and decided, and I won't name any names, but we decided that um, one of them said, "Hey, do you know what? Do you want do you want to smoke?" And I was like, "You know." I haven't smoked in like years. Yeah, this is my first night out of freedom. Sure, let's do it. And she and they said, here you go. And I was like, right here in the house. And, like, and she was like, yeah, it's completely fine. And I'm like, oh my God. And so I did it. And so it was literally I felt like I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be sexist, but I felt like that girl at a party where you can tell where it's like she's starting to have fun shit and then she's having the time of her life, and then it's gonna be a train wreck. Because all of a sudden I was I actually started saying stuff like this oh, my God, I just love Sublime. Don't you love Sublime? (laughs) Oh, this song's great. And they, like, all were looking at me. And I'm like, and so I was laughing and geeking out. And finally, Gina was like, we got to go. And I'm like, and so I was fine at that point because I'm with my friends. And then it hit me. As we were in the car with Gina. I was like, shit we have to go back to my parents house to get my daughter and i felt like i was i was like teleported back you know 15 (laughs) years ago in high school so the entire gina took video of this the entire ride back i'm like i was like gina please don't take me to my mom's house don't take me to my (laughs) mom's house just drop me off she's like jake it's just gonna take two seconds we'll just go in there and get no and come out and i was like i can't do it i can't do it i can't do it so here's what literally happened so we pull up we pull up to um my parents house and i'm like literally i'm like What's my escape plan? <laughs> I was like, because I cannot talk to my mom. And Gina's recording this. It's, it's really funny. And so we get out of the car. I literally, I don't know why. I took my shoes off and I just run down the street to my house. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, went in there. My mom was like, "Where's Jake?" And she was like, "Oh, he just, you know, went home real quick. He had to go to the bathroom." but <laughs> I just did not want to go home. I mean, I do go go to my parents' house like that. So that is so funny. Yeah, I was I was just a bad weed smoker. So it kind of just always put me in like a. <clears throat> I kind of like having. I don't want to say control, but it kind of, I don't know. I was always got paranoid with it. So
1: I'm all for it. Just not for you doing Just it. It's not for me. <laughs> it's not
0: for me. I guess. Cause like, here's the thing. Like so when I like, like beer and stuff, I, I, I do like a good beer, like good quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I know like, that I can have like one or two or, or three, you know, whatever. Um, but like, I guess with weed, I've never like known like your limit. Yeah. Is it like a little bit, you know, it's definitely not a lot, but I don't know. So, um, Good. Yes. Good for all of our marijuana smokers. And, uh, but then also good for everybody that's, you know, going through some really tough times. Hopefully that can help out. Yeah, too. absolutely. Um, which kind of so. So talking about marijuana um, kind of segues into a little bit about supplements, because we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. the CBD oil and everything like that. And so you're actually seeing a lot of CBD oil come into supplements. Um, and so we've actually been in this. If, you, if you're listening to the Wind Your Yeti Cooler, this is where you should, you know, your ears should definitely perk up. Um, but I, I wanted to talk a little bit about supplements. And about like, what I take and if Megan takes any. Um, but on a daily basis, I don't take CBD oil. Um, <laughs> I have used hemp oil and stuff on salads, and it's cool. Um, but every day, every morning, I wake up and I do a greens um, drink. Mm -hmm. Um, we've been actually getting a lot of questions about like what did Jake and Megan take and stuff like that. So I do, um, so do a morning greens drink, which I actually just shared with you. And you said that you're all out now. I'm already out. So (laughs) I have to give you uh, another bag. I have Um, the best
1: job. I just come here and raid Jake's, uh, but there's tons, (laughs) there's
0: tons of greens in there. You mean you have your, you know, your chlorella, your spirulina. um, I find that
1: it gives me energy. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, I still, I mean, I still, I wake up and have that,
1: and still have coffee. And I, I, still do. Have coffee I do too. Yeah. I do too.
0: Um, but I, I, it's just part of, like, it's kind of like my, I guess you could say, my daily insurance. I'm just getting this in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I w- I've also started doing a smoothie maybe about two hours later after I do my workout. Um, and in my smoothie, I do another green, a separate greens powder that has some separate ingredients in there. Um, and then I will actually put, I've put some, um, I actually do some raw cocoa powder
1: in there. Oh, cool. I bet that's delicious. Um,
0: it is good. Um, and then I will actually put in some kefir. You know kefir?
1: I thought it was kefir.
0: I th- you might be right. I've heard of both ways. I actually, I actually said it kefir for the longest time. Somebody's like, it's kefir. I'm like, oh, okay. And so <laughs> Jerk. Uh, so, I, so I put that in there for a good probiotic, and there's actually a little bit of protein that's in there. That's really yummy, too. I started drinking that in college. It's like liquid sour cream, and I really like sour cream.
1: I like sour cream, too, but I, it's like yogurt. It's With like when kids eat those go-gurts. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of.
0: They're so gross. And they um and so then I also put and then that I'll, I'll occasionally if I do have other like oils I've put like black cumin seed oil in um in my smoothie. Um but recently I've also started and this is in a, this is not a supplement but putting raw eggs in my in my um smoothie. So
1: you're just cracking an egg just into <coughs> the Vitamix or whatever. Yeah. Going at it. Okay. And
0: it's awesome. Um, obviously there's a lot of benefits to raw eggs, especially the yolk.
1: So you're using organic <laughs> eggs that you can buy just from whole foods or something like no, high ter- quality turtle eggs in the, from the backyard. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <This is so laughs> disgusting.
0: Um, no, the, um, actually just, um, yeah, just high quality. Yeah.
1: Make sure you got high quality. Eggs yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: not, course. you know, I'm just not getting like the cheapest ones mm-hmm. they are pretty, they're probably the most expensive ones. Um, and so I've actually started dropping those in there. I might actually try quail eggs. Those are actually those, super yeah, po- yeah. potent. Um, but yeah, so I've it. and it actually makes it like really frothy. Oh I yeah, mean, do do not do raw eggs. You won't I've won't.
1: had um, I've had this is funny. I've had a cocktail before where they'll yeah. they've whipped it with like raw egg whites on the top, and I know it's really foamy, but I've never yeah, had a raw gets egg foamy. before. Um, I did. I would be afraid that I would hurt my stomach.
0: It doesn't hurt my stomach. Like, and if I do, if I cook eggs and stuff like that, I they. They tend to run through me quickly, I guess you could say. There's a visual. <laughs> There's a visual. Um, but with the raw eggs, I'm fine with it. And so it's a good source of protein, too. So I, so I, I started doing one for a week, and I was fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just testing my body, and then I started doing oh, I two. Oh, now you're at two raw eggs. Wait till I get to a dozen. And, and you're, one. like,
1: totally jacked up. <laughs> your gray T-shirt's, like, stretched.
0: Um, it's And it's just so much easier than just cooking them in the morning, too. Yeah,
1: no, absolutely. So, and I guess it keeps you just as full.
0: Yeah. Um, and so – and then I've also started to take, like – being in Florida, we, you don't have to worry a lot about D3 if you go outside. Um, but if I know that it's like, you know, if it's sunny, I mean, if it's, if it's cloudy and stuff, I'll take, you know, D3 if I'm not going to be outside. So I like to keep my vitamin D up. Um, and that's about it. I've, I've experimented and tried some, you know, um, uh, uh, some fish oils and some krill oils and stuff like that. But what about you? Do you take anything?
1: I um, I actually take vitamin D3 every single day. I have to. I um, went talking about how I go to the doctor every year for my annual physical. When I did the fasted blood test. Earlier this year, I found out that I was not deficient, but insufficient in vitamin D. Oh, really? And yeah, and they say that, of course, a lot of that is because, you know, I, I try not, I get get outside, but I try to really be careful when I'm outside of not getting any sun.
0: No, you need to get sun. I know, I know. And I know. here, because here's the deal with the um, with the sunscreen. Like, I it's a very controversial thing. <laughs> I don't use it. I don't. I do. I do not use it. Um, but if you're going to use it, you should at least get outside for twenty to thirty mm-hmm. minutes, and then apply it afterwards.
1: Uh, so I guess that would make sense that you'd have like your vitamin D, and then yes, because you get it, mm-hmm. and then you and can protect it yourself. <laughs> no, and then you, uh,
0: and then you protect yourself after that. Best thing is obviously to cover up. But yeah, I. I'm I'm all for getting exposed sun exposure. It's very controversial. I have a lot of family members who hate that I do it, but like on the weekends, I will just sit out there for like 30 minutes to an hour just kind of just get my sun. Oh
1: my gosh, I would be so burned. So I, take, I don't burn though. I take vitamin I take vitamin D supplement every single day. Good for you. And um, I got really into those green powders. Before you gave yeah. me that one, I had found a brand Costco that they also sell at Whole Foods that was this it's called like amazing superfoods yep yep and it's a green powder and I was just using that every single day like the first thing in the morning is you know like hot lemon water yeah so I was just like kicking that up a notch by adding the green powder to it uh-huh. and then when I and then when I ran out of that and you gave me those other greens that yep. I just ran out called of. athletic greens
0: If everybody was, and I have greens. to say
1: the athletic greens are better than the amazing superfoods because yeah. the athletic greens I noticed it, they blend a little bit easier. They mix up a little bit easier, but there's also some mint in there. Mint. So I haven't tasted, tasted the mint. Oh. Well, you have to taste like crappy superfood powder. then oh, first. Okay. Cause I was tasting, you know, like it was when I was in Alaska, I was really good about like keeping up my superfood. So before I went on the trip, I actually portioned out yeah. 12 days worth of superfood powder. And then every morning I would make it. Really? I want to stay. Yeah. I wanted to like stay on it. And so Colin's family was joking that it was my pot. How did you portion
0: it out? what did you do? In a Ziploc baggie. Why don't you just
1: take it with you? Cause it was like a big thing. And then I was like traveling, you know, I had to be, well, that's why this
0: the athletic green bag
1: is nice. You can that's just why the athletic green bag is awesome. Yeah. I could have taken it with me. And so I portioned it out every portioned morning, but it was out. like, you know, I really did. And, uh, that was my pond scum, you know, it was so thick. Yeah, yeah. And then this athletic greens I found is really, really good. That's good. And it's uh, so much thinner in the water.
0: I've been trying another one to, um, uh, we should actually interview her she's really good. her name is Dr Anna Quebeca mm-hmm. um she actually has hers it's called Mighty Maka so her greens
1: everybody talks about how amazing maca it's also, powder is and,
0: and it's a really good energy burst and so her greens it's a different it's a different flavor it tastes like i tried like the like the garden of life stuff and i do that one too mm-hmm. but like the flavor is not as good as Athletic greens I actually find that Dr. Anna's flavor of her Mighty Maca is way better than Athletic Greens.
1: Maca is something that we should explore on the podcast because yeah, people it. love it. It's good for... I've had like, a Maca latte before. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, it can be used for a lot of things. Energy is like mm-hmm. number one. And like number one B is um, male enhancement too. It's like a
1: And number one C is like women fertility. It's exactly. really good for that too. So
0: yes, if you want to make babies or if you just want to... Have fun. <laughs> I'll my, go Monica's with 1A. One one a. <laughs> the energy. <laughs> Come on, you guys need to have babies. We need more babies around here. Um just like having babies just Oh yeah, that
1: sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> 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 yeah, these podcasts with you and being oh honest are really man. selling me on having kids.
0: Um so so we want to actually hear what supplements you guys take. Um, not you don't you don't have to tell us your prescription drugs if you take that. Um, and if you don't take any, just do you, you smoke weed? <laughs> uh, do you smoke weed? <laughs> uh, but tell us not. We want to know if you take them and what you take. So here's what we got to do. Um, so to win your Yeti Hopper, which has a value of Megan. I told you, I just want to see. Yeah,
1: three (laughs) hundred and fifty dollars. I just held up my fingers to make sure that was it. Um, so three hundred and fifty dollar cooler. It's 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 like it's awesome.
0: It's a luxury cooler.
1: It is. I like it better even than the regular Yeti cooler. Yeah, it's
0: cool. Um, it's cool. Um, it's uh, I love it It keeps things really cold um, But like just a bag It's got a strap on it And everything It's perfect for Going to games going Yeah it's to not
1: huge It's not huge at all It's really compact Going to
0: games Going to you know Parent teacher conferences If you just need to pack, pack. Have a beer <laughs> 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 How's it going with it um, For football games You know going to Your friend's house And stuff like that It is really cool And it can actually Hold wine bottles too um, Hold a bunch of wine bottles So all you non-beer drinkers um, Oh that's perfect yeah. You or, just or, sold or me your, on it Or your Perrier and Pellegrino I've actually uh-huh. started drinking of that, oh,
1: it's it's pretty good. I like Lacroix too. Lacroix, ah, it's alright. like the low budget Perrier. <laughs>
0: um, so here's how you win it. All okay, right. you have to email podcast at the alternative daily. Both Megan and I check it, so make sure you're nice. Make sure you say hi. Yeah,
1: that's right. Say hello.
0: <laughs> and subject line Yeti Y E T I, and tell us say hey. I take fish oil. I take, you know, greens. I take vitamin D3. Just let us know what you take. We're just we're, we're inter- just curious. We're just curious about what you guys are taking out there.
1: So that is how you can win a $350 Yeti hopper. Awesome. And look it up online. They are awesome. And we're going to give one away. And all you have to do is email us. And I just want to make a note of this. The email address, because I know sometimes people are getting bounce backs. It's podcast at com. I've seen that some people yeah. will get a bounce back and then I guess they fix it. Because I see
0: people say podcast at alternative daily. No, it's com. the alternative
1: yeah. daily. Like the Facebook. Like the Facebook. It face- is the Facebook. alternative daily.com subject line Yeti. And yeah, let us know if you take any supplements, what you think about, you know, the marijuana debate. We just yeah. love to hear from you guys about what you think of our podcast. Yeah.
0: So it's just, it's super easy for this one. Just tell us what, you know, something you take. But just say hi. Yeah, please. say
1: hi and say please and thank you. Uh, I'm always amazed at how people will just email us with just number one, and then they'll answer the question. And then number and
0: then, two is like their address. Yeah, and then your number two is your address. Just send it here. Just send it here. <laughs> I did. Oh, I actually. Th- oh, I had. I got something that we, you and I should work on. Um, it was actually really nice from one of these uh-huh. people. Is that um, they say that they would like to at least hear back from us when they email us. And I told them. I told her. I said, we do get a lot of emails in, uh, but we will try our best to. Yeah, we correspond. need to be writing back. Okay. So, and I apologize mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. So Megan, if you want people to say hi, you have to respond back. Okay, to Okay. Fair enough. Fair okay? enough. All right. Um. All right. So and then last weeks or two weeks ago, winner uh, for of the an
1: Apple watch,
0: Apple watch. This is going to be fun. Uh,
1: All right. So we, and we do randomly pick yeah. the winner of the Apple watch is Mr. Jerry Seeger,
0: Jerry Seeger. Congratulations, Jerry. So
1: congratulations, Jerry. We will be reaching out to you directly to get your address so that Jake can send you an Apple That's watch.
0: Right. What did, what did Jerry Seeger say?
1: Jerry Seeger wrote in his email to us, Today's podcast was the first podcast I have listened to. I enjoyed it and plan on listening in the future. If I should be so fortunate as to win the Apple Watch, I would like you to discuss the benefits of clean eating and vegetarianism. Oh. Yeah. I like the playful banter between Jake and Megan and today's guest, Ralph Russo. It adds to the podcast. Other podcasts I have listened to from other sites haven't been as entertaining while still dispensing information. Thank you and keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Awesome. And it's amazing because we do randomly choose our winners, but we actually chose somebody who was very nice and very polite. Yes.
0: There was one person that I can tell you definitely didn't win. She was not very nice. She was not very nice. And she said for me to put up the ukulele. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you tell Jake to pack up the ukulele, you y- will not You win. do
0: not get put into the bunch that we actually <laughs> randomly select. Um, well, thank you, Jerry. Um I before the podcast, I was asking Megan who um, who won. She said Jerry Seeger, and I said, "Oh, brother of Bob," and she had no clue what I meant there. No, I had no idea. Bob Seeger, and you and you said, "Is that is a that like an ESPN
1: no sports comp?" No, not that you would even. I don't even know why I would assume you would. Bob do that.
0: Seeger <laughs> is one of the greatest rock and roll singer songwriters of all time. Oh, he did. You ever heard the song? Um, uh, Are you gonna uh, play it on the Uke? I, I <laughs> <laughs> pick it up. Old time of rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. I like just
1: take those whole records <laughs> off the shelf.
0: That one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think he did turn the page too. Wow. And he did a bunch of, um, yeah. So I was, I was hoping you'd be like, Oh, brother Bob. That's funny. But no. no, Jerry, I'm sure you probably get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
1: congratulations, Jerry.
0: All right. And then we actually, so let's put this down. It's vegetarianism and um, um, uh, clean eating. We should talk about that next week. Absolutely. Um, I actually do have some thoughts on vegetarianism, uh, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, so thank you uh mr jerry and then again to win your yeti uh email us podcast at the alternative com, uh subject line yeti and tell us what uh supplement you would like or not not what you would like which one? What supplements
1: you take if any if you don't take any supplements you You can still you can still say you don't take any supplements
0: um so the next thing this is actually uh, really in the current events right now um yesterday in my old state of virginia um, there was a shooting that happened in um, by, a horrible s- by Smith Mountain Lake. Is that where it was? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Near Roanoke.
0: Near Roanoke. Uh, beautiful, beautiful area, too, by the way. Um, right out Roanoke. Um, it's right by Blacksburg, which is where Virginia Tech is. Um, and there was also a crazy shooting there about six. I remember ago, being yeah. in college when that happened. It was bad. Um, and so yesterday, live on air, um, there were two. It was the cameraman and the, um, reporter. the reporter. Allison
1: Parker and Adam Ward, and a third person was shot. So basically what was happening was they were doing a live interview during the morning news, and Allison Ward, who was 24 years old, was interviewing a woman about this new sort of shopping center plaza that had just opened, you know, with lots of restaurants and stores and whatnot. And during the interview, live on air, a man by the name of vester who his television name was bryce williams who was actually a former disgruntled employee of that news station shot and killed the woman the interviewer and the cameraman amanda and adam and also injured seriously injured the woman being interviewed she's still in the hospital her condition has been upgraded to stable So she is expected to make a full recovery as far as, you know, physically, I would imagine. But unfortunately, the 27-year-old cameraman and the 24-year-old girl who was the interviewer, Amanda, were both killed. And for me personally, I mean, I know you feel very close to home because of where it happened, but I am a reporter. I do go out into the field, and I interview people, and I do those sort of things. Does it ever cross your head, like cross your mind, like somebody can come behind me? No, and that's the thing that makes this so shocking and so crazy is... You know, when I mean, it, it, does it ever cross your mind when you're doing your job that somebody could just come in and kill you? I mean, it's that's what makes it so yeah. crazy is to think that this happened. And what was so, for lack of a better word, and I apologize, for what was so amazing about what happened was when the cameraman Adam was shot and went down, he was still recording. Right. And so on live television, not only did the shooting get broadcasted, but the actual killer himself was caught on camera. Right.
0: So it's, and when we were talking about talking about the story, um, you asked me if I had seen the video. Mm -hmm. I did not plan on, I I did not want to see it. But um, when you were going through on Facebook yesterday and Facebook does the auto um, play their videos, it, it was, I was scrolling through and it just came up and I'm, and I was like, "This is it." So, and I was actually just about like to have a call, and so I seen it's like only like twenty or thirty seconds, yep. and I saw it happen. I saw it from his point of view, not from the live point of view, oh. and um, and it sucked because I was watching it. As soon as it ended, like the call, like the like phone ring, had to pick it up and be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Um, it's I mean, it's disturbing, right? And it's um, it's did you see it? It's
1: I um, I saw it, like the actual live broadcast yeah. of it and it just i was watching it and just i had such a pit in my stomach because i was thinking about the fact that these this poor girl i mean these all three of them like you know their final minutes almost yeah. on on air getting broadcast like that and then it's just it's so horrible what happened and and what's incredible is now it's amazing that we were talking about facebook earlier it's amazing like the power of the internet and social media and how quickly everything happened because this this killer vester vester lee flanagan he recorded it himself wearing yeah. a body cam yeah. and then uploaded it to social media on, on his own Twitter. Yeah. And it was amazing because within minutes, Twitter and Facebook both deactivated his accounts. Yeah, So you couldn't see it. But obviously, you know, that's still enough time for the Internet to take yep. it. And, and so with
0: it. I was thinking about this this morning. When we were t- going to talk about talk about this was <clears throat> here's the unfortunate part. I'm going to make a bold prediction right mm-hmm. here right now is. This was completely new to everybody. The whole idea of it actually being live streamed and broadcast and everything. Um, there's so many like live streaming services now, like you have know, your Periscope and Meerkat and stuff like that. Uh, and not to downplay this one, you know, because the loss of two lives is, is terrible. You know, even one is terrible. What I think is going to happen because there's definitely crazy people that are looking at this and being like, "How can I top that?" Right? Ugh. And it's terrible. But the reality of it is, is like. There will be, and I'll, you know, within one or two years or less than that, there's going to be people that are going to have a mass shooting that will be live broadcast. It's just crazy, God, and it's it's going to happen because I, I love the vehicle of the internet. I love everything that's happening, and this is just one of the byproducts of it. And unfortunately,
1: so, it gives crazy people a platform. Right.
0: I mean, you think if that guy in Virginia Tech, if if he had the technology, you know, would he have broadcast that? And these people are crazy, and they and they they want, have websites. They these want people. their names to get out. They want their manifestos to get out. They want all these things to get out. And so the crazy part is. You know, now that you know, and and these mass shootings are terrible, absolutely awful, and they're going to get worse because now people are going to actually say, you know what, oh, he actually did this for two people. I want my voice heard. I want to top that, and so I'm going to get more people, and I'm gonna, and that's and that's my concern. And that's my. That's there.
1: why you know, I I I didn't even really I, I inadvertently watched the video. I did not think that they were actually going to show it. Yeah. You know, online, but that's why you know, and I, I don't even like to get, you know, like to mention them, but you know, when you see all these horrible things, like when these terrorists, you know, ISIS loves to use social media, big proponent of putting on the internet when they, when they kill their prisoners and, and they all these horrible things that we've seen. I never, ever, ever watch them ever. I have never right. seen a single one hand to God because I just don't want to be a part of that. And I know I don't think people are bad for watching things like that yep. because I know that it's human nature. You just sort of have to see it or you want to see something. Right, right, right. It's just, you just have to. Right. But the problem is it gives this platform for, you know, social media. If anybody has a Facebook page or a Twitter, your ideas can get out there, you know? And right. so it's, it is so crazy. Like with that, with the mass shooting that happened in Charleston at the church, which yeah. this, this, Asshole Vester Lee Flanagan said he was inspired by. That guy had a website where he was posting all this crazy stuff. And so many of them, even that Virginia Tech shooter, remember? They found those photos of him online, posing with all the guns and the whole thing. And it's just so, it's so sad that these people are so lonely and they're so fucked up, for lack of a better word. Excuse me. Man, we're Um, we're going to have the
0: explicit tag on us now.
1: But it's, it's so sad because... This is the way that they feel that they are going to get out there. And it's like we hate to even give these people any attention, but this is such an important, relevant topic to be talking about. And what makes it so heartbreaking more than anything is we are in this new generation where things this sick are now being broadcasted on live television.
0: Yeah, I, it's, I, it was, I think, maybe 20 or 30 years ago The last time, I think this is the last time where the guy
1: committed suicide on there. Yeah, a news reporter shot himself. And that was crazy. That was
0: unheard of. And again, he just didn't. You know, he was doing it himself. He, you know, he wasn't shooting anybody else. And that was like crazy, unheard of. And I remember, like even like my parents talking about it. You know, and and when they were bringing up at a meal Mm -hmm. a while ago, and I was like, that's crazy. They did it on TV, and now like this is it's just crazy. And I mean, it's one of those things where you don't necessarily need the TV to broadcast this anymore. So I'm just afraid that in the next you know couple of years, there's going to be something, you know, a bigger thing with somebody who broadcasts it. It's because this is just going to make crazier. People want to top it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: well, our thoughts are with everybody out there who's <clears throat> affected by something like this. And again, you know, for me personally, being that I am in the same industry, I can't imagine just how sad and how horrible that would be. Just people, two people doing their job at right. six o'clock in the morning. So,
0: so, so that's what happened. That was, I guess you could say our take on it. Um, but, but, but let's lighten it up for... Because I actually true, truly believe in the uh, in the all-progressing humanity of people.
1: That's right. And there are some good things that come out There's of the a internet.
0: a l- lot of good things that come out of the internet.
1: So a quick background. Many people have heard of this gentleman, but some of you might not have. His name is Brandon Stanton. A couple of years ago, he started a website. He created a blog, he's a photographer, and it was called Humans of New York. And what he was doing was actually going around, just took his camera with him, he lived in New York City, and would just photograph people, just randomly go up to people on a park bench, people walking down the street, and photograph them. And my girlfriend who lived in New York, it was two years ago, she told me, oh, you've got to follow this guy on Instagram and find him on Facebook. He's so amazing. He had like, you know, 150,000 followers. You've got to follow him online. He posts these crazy photos of just normal people in New York, but he interviews them and he'll put captions with the photos and he's incredible at getting just amazing information out of people. And what was so cool about it is I started following him, Humans of New York, and he'll post a photo of, you know, a man in a business suit or a police officer or a a teenage girl. And Then he posts these captions and it's like you're getting a window inside people that you would never see. You know, the gentleman that's standing there in the business suit that you're walking by on the street who's saying like he's dying of cancer or, you know, the teenage girl that's saying she's afraid to come out to her parents. You know, it's like and it really shed light on the fact that, you know, it's everybody has their own story. And it's just so amazing to think of how we're all very connected by that. Fast forward now. he's had a couple books come out. I purchased one of them. It's an amazing coffee table book called Humans of New York and it's just a compilation and their photographs are beautiful but what is more amazing is you see a photo of just a quote, quote, you know, normal looking person like myself or whatnot and they just have these heart-wrenching or very uplifting things that they're talking about and he is just so incredible. Now on his Facebook page, he's got over 10 million followers. I mean, this is incredible to think about. So last year, he did a tour with the United Nations where he actually went around to different countries. I mean, we are talking about Iran and Pakistan and Saudi Arabia, all these places, and was photographing people. And what's so cool about it was, you know, we're thinking about these third world countries or these you know terrorist place whatever you want to say about sure. it. you know the Middle East or not just the Middle East Europe or wherever these places that are so remote and then you know he's in Petra taking a photo of a guy who the quote that he used was something about like how he just broke up with his girlfriend and it was so amazing because you think wow you know you're very connected to somebody you have something in common yeah. with somebody across the globe yeah. so earlier this year he photographed a young boy who lived in a, a not so great area of, of Brooklyn New York And the quote that the kid said was something about how his hero was the principal of his elementary middle school because whatever her, I can't remember her name, Mrs. So-and-so, you know, always empowers us that like we're going to do better and we're going to make it out of the projects and whatnot. And he was so moved, Brandon Stanton, the photographer, that he actually went to that school and photographed some of the teachers and the principal and all of these different people. And they ended up creating a a GoFundMe, like a fundraiser. And within less than a week, he raised over a million dollars to get money for this school in an inner city in Brooklyn. This amazing scholarship was created. All of this wonderful stuff happened. So that was earlier this year. And he got a lot of acclaim for it. And people started looking into Humans of New York. Fast forward about a month ago. And I am a prolific follower of his. I love his work about a month ago he went on another one of these United Nations tours and he was in Pakistan and now right now currently he's in Iran but when he was in Pakistan he was posting these incredible photos and of course everybody I mean think about it there are over 10 million people following it so people like me and you that live you know in Florida but there are people that live in Romania or you know Canada or Brazil that follow it as well and it's so moving so he created a GoFundMe account. Many of us, and I had no idea, there's something called bonded labor and it affects millions of people in Pakistan. One of the biggest um, industries in Pakistan is creating bricks. Okay and there's bonded labor there and it's it it's a form of modern day slavery and what they're talking what is about bonded labor Bonded labor is almost like being an indentured servant so somebody like you who god forbid somebody in your family needs medical attention and you're from you know the slums of Pakistan you would go to somebody for a loan and then you work that loan off
0: Got it but okay. these
1: bonded labor laborers these owners Basically then say, oh, no, you know, well, there's interest. It's basically a form of slavery. And then when you die, it just gets passed on to your children. Got it. And they say that they're estimated that it's like seven million people are affected by bonded labor. It's it's crazy. There is a woman named Fatima who is a founder of a group called the Bonded Labor Liberation Front. She is an incredible, incredible woman in Pakistan. She personally has dedicated her life to helping people get out of these bonded labor situations. She has been beaten. She's been Mm -hmm. shot. She's been electrocuted. She's been jailed. I mean, she's incredible and nothing stops her. So what Brandon Stanton decided to do was document her for a couple of days and post these photos on his website, on Facebook, on Instagram to let all of us know who have never even heard of bonded labor what it is. He started um, another GoFundMe fundraiser, and it was called, it was an Indiegogo, excuse me, and it was called Let's Help Fatima End Bonded Labor. Within the first 12 hours, and I donated as well, within the first 12 hours, it raised $1 million. Oh my God. In 12 hours. And it raised over five days, $2.3 million. Wow. Wow it is just incredible to me to think that this is something that's positive coming out of the internet. This is something where you read these stories and I would encourage anybody that is on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or even online to look up humans of New York. You will be completely blown away. It is my absolute favorite thing that is on the internet, honestly. And it's just so amazing. And it makes you feel good because you think about Pakistan or Iran or these places that are always on the news because, of the one horrible thing, you know, like if you think about a newspaper, the tiny little column that allows for international news, yeah. it's always that horrible story that comes out of Pakistan, right? But when you see something like through his lens, there's a lot of beauty over there and there's yeah. a lot of wonderful people in this world. And so he's, I hope one day he wins the Nobel Prize because he's just such a Where's he from? Is he from New York? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's from New York. He went to Cornell. Okay. So, I mean, he's just an incredible person. And so it's kind of nice to think that in all the horrible things that happen on the internet, somebody like Brandon Stanton and Humans of New York is sort of... That's awesome. You can also see that there's good out there too.
0: Um, That's absolutely awesome. And I think uh, hopefully in addition to donations um, and and people giving... Um, I hope it also inspires people to do other things on their own too, to be yeah, more like that. Because exactly. There's one thing, and I'm not, and I'm not. I think it's awesome to give money to it. Absolutely, I think that you know, without that, you know, you wouldn't have it. But then also to you know, inspire you to take that another step forward mm-hmm. to do something else for humanity, which is awesome. Really cool.
1: I I volunteered this past weekend at a back to school event. I saw that. Yeah, my girlfriend, speaking of how charitable I can be, (laughs) um, my girlfriend, I have an amazing friend named Rachel who started a, a charity about five years ago called Style Saves. And it's funny because she's a fashion stylist and she had the idea that she wanted to get together Clothing donations because she thought, you know, when kids, especially in Dave County, but all across the world, first day of school, so many kids out there, we don't even realize like don't have backpacks yeah. and don't have new shoes or nice things to wear and like, you know, you imagine like how that must affect a kid, let alone the family, but the actual, you know, eighth right. grader who doesn't have something clean to wear on yep. the first day. Yep. So she started this charity, which it's so amazing to see something that just was an idea become this huge organization now. And over this past weekend, over 2000 kids in the Dade County area, we actually dressed and we had this amazing, we used the um, Arsh Center. It's like the, the big, where like all the off-Broadway shows come. Yeah. This giant center, this convention center. And over two days, my mom came with me and we volunteered. And we gave out clothes and shoes and backpacks and school supplies. I was in charge of like one of the fun craft areas. So I did all the tie-dye. That's why I have, still have tie-dye all over <laughs> my hands. But there was like finger painting. And they gave out snacks and food. There was education, depending on what grade. They like, you know, you could get like information packets on like how to apply for college, how to work hard to get on your SATs, or how to go into middle school. I mean, it was for all ages. And it was really amazing to see how many people came and really had nothing, you know? And these families have four kids or three kids and whatnot. And like being able to give these little, little kids or kids my age, you know, not my age, I forget how old I am, (laughs) you know, teenagers. Clothing and backpacks and stuff for the first day of school, and it's so that organization is called Style Saves. And good for you. You should check it that's out. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's well, if, it awesome. felt really good, you know.
0: Um, no, that's and I'm, I'm glad we end it with a lot of these positive mm-hmm. things, and especially what Megan's doing. And um, I know that you weren't obviously doing shameless self promotion of there, um, but th- I saw that on Facebook and everything. Yeah, so yeah, I posted a photo. Good, good for you. that's Thank you. I um I wish I could do more of that. Um, I uh, you know i need to do more of that basically and that's it's it's, it's very humbling to me so good job thank you that's very um good. and so and then lastly uh, we forgot to talk about this i was wondering I, we have, you have a were few minutes left, and i'm going to bring it up um i'm just going to wrap it up so
1: before. i got a text message from jake this morning with a link that said <laughs> we have to discuss this on the podcast <laughs>
0: yeah um so this is called the rabbit who wants to fall asleep a new way of getting children to sleep I'm sure we could spend actually a whole podcast talking about because the guy who wrote it um, is... What's so he, it's a book. He's an NLP master practitioner. You know what that is? It's no. like neuro-linguistic programming, where you can Whoa. do a lot more stuff with your brain and stuff like that, right? Um, and I'm sure I'm doing it... It's actually a pretty... It's an interesting... Um, uh, um, school of thought, I guess I could so say. So he wrote this book. So this guy right here wrote this book. <laughs> That's some picture. <laughs> and uh but here's the thi- here's the deal. It's like suppose it's using different psychological triggers to make your kid fall asleep. So we tried it last night.
1: Because if there is ever a tough audience, it is Noah. It
0: is Noah. So let me just. Uh, uh, nobody here can see it at home. Uh, but look, it starts here. There's a lot of writing in it's there. It's a, a lot of book. writing, and it's. It's a big book It's actually And it's actually not It's like not thick But these are like They're not Eight and a half by elevens But they're pretty damn close There's a
1: lot of writing It lo- I mean the writing It and looks a, like a normal Like yeah, adult book
0: Usually we're, we're used to books right now That have maybe Max ten words on each right, page Right of course
1: And so this one
0: Like literally I, I was joking to Gina Which was like I know why people fall asleep Because it's like reading Like Roots Or War <laughs> and Peace I mean it's It's so long And so kind of like here I'll give you an example You're supposed to do Where's one you're supposed to do stuff like this. You're, you're it's Words that are bolded, you're supposed to give emphasis to. And then you're supposed to do names. Um, so it says, like, relax your feet, Noah. Ra-, and when you say the bi- the bunny's name, his name is Roger, you're supposed to, like, do a yawn sign. So bear with me this okay. one okay, sentence. Okay, so start ready? over. Start over. Ready? <coughs> I just coughed into the mic. I'm <laughs> supposed to cough away from the mic. <laughs> relax your feet, Noah. Roger. And you do as heavy-eyed owl tells you, and now relax your feet. It's like and you're supposed to read it doing
1: that. I mean, it's almost like hypnotizing your kid. I, yeah,
0: I, I'm not for it. <laughs> I uh, so like we she tried. I have. You fell asleep before? No, I did. have a gift. <laughs> I have a gift. When I lay my head to bed. I'm gone. I get, That's Colin. We kind of like you say, if you count back from 30, I'll be gone. Um, and so I can do that. So I fell asleep. Was it to this? Probably not. <laughs> um, but Gina said she read through the whole book and Noah is just kind of like up and ready to do whatever. <laughs> so I, I, I'm i calling BS on it. Now it does say in the front, like it says, don't read this to anybody driving. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, um, we do have to give a disclaimer. There's actually a disclaimer on this book. And I don't know. And here's what It says, Disclaimer, even if this book is harmless to use, the author and the publisher take no responsibility for the outcome. I mean, I think it literally is like trying to hypnotize people. Um, so we bought it off of Amazon and I, it, uh, uh, it's me versus Noah tonight. My wife is out of <laughs> town. I'm not going to try and read this big thing. We're going we're gonna to opt for Toy Story or, um, or Lion King. Actually, Lion King is probably what we go for. So, Yeah, um, that's it. That's, <laughs> that thing is full of you know, And that is called sipping.
1: The Rabbit Who Wants to Fall Asleep. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of trippy, too. It's, it's an interesting th- concept, but I it's guess. just a lot of writing in that book for but a like, little kid. I've seen
0: it on my Facebook feed, like a bunch of articles doing like, this is guaranteed to make your child fall asleep. Bull. <laughs> Beep. Bull- yeah. We already had the expletive because of you. But I'm um, sorry. But so, yes, yeah, so that's what I wanted to cover really quickly. So... That's it.
1: All right. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to win a Yeti Hopper, you've got to email us at podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line, Yeti. And in the email, please tell us if you take any supplements, what you thought about our podcast today. And that's about it. That's about Remember it. to say hi and please it's and thank not. you, just like, like your mom taught you.
0: Where can you find us? I see you all the time on Instagram doing crazy, like spider or like scorpion poses. Oh yeah, I put like that's
1: that. a cool picture I post on Instagram. Yes. Well, I'm very bendy. You can find <laughs> us. <laughs> you can find us online at thealternativedaily.com. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Just search the Alternative Daily.
0: That's it. Well, thank you, everybody. This is actually one of our longest podcasts, but um, it's, a it a it's a good show. It's a good show. And then if you have anything you want to tell us, email us, always podcast the alternative daily. And we will write you back. And Megan will write you back.
1: <laughs> Unless you don't say anything nice and then That's I right. won't write you back. I'll block you.
0: All right, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> have a good rest of your week.
1: Bye, guys. See you next week. Oh. <laughs>